0: From the art of the deal to keeping it, keepin it real. Live from the Simply Vegas Studios, it's The Power Move with John Gafford.
1: Back again, back again, back again. Sitting to the left, Colt, the Scourge of Carpathia, Amadan.
2: <laughs> Ooh, might be the best one, yeah. Yeah, Scourge <laughs> of Carpathia. I like it, yeah. Then.
1: I mean, it's a strong nickname Those for you. As yeah. always... Chris Connell, Esquire.
2: How are you,
0: sir?
1: I am your host, John Gafford, and we do have a special guest with us today special guest. yep
3: yep and thank you for having me i yeah, appreciate it i know this is, man. This is awesome here dude. this is amazing i was not expecting this yeah,
1: right dude we, this is not a low yeah, rent podcast No, this we is, top to of the this is
3: a serious business yeah. right here we, we used, used to, to do it in this, the bathroom yeah i used yeah. to be in the
1: bathroom, bathroom. at one point it was in the back of colt's car yeah. that, that was a little suspect I'm, yeah.
3: I'm in the wrong business i scare <laughs> people for a living that's like, it. i see <laughs> these offices and stuff like that i'm like where did i go wrong
1: guys we have got a Unbelievable show for you today. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff. Um, primarily, this is going to be a master class in licensing is how I like to look at this because Jason, who's our guest today, and I'll let him tell what he does, has pulled off one of the best licensing deals that I've seen. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say licensing, it's where you take something that is a massively valuable commodity, a company, a brand, intellectual property. an intellectual property, and you basically say, hi... This is who I am. I would like to be able to use this for yeah. my own bidding. <laughs> and uh, and Jason has done this masterfully. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But before we get to what you do, Jason. Before we get to what before he Before we get to what, what is he does. The Scourge of Carpathia. The Scourge of Carpathia. I think Jason might be
0: with Jason me. probably so knows what might. this is. In fact, I do believe you have a painting. I have a Vigo
2: the Carpathian yes. from Ghostbusters <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah yes. I, but the I scourge mean, of Carpathia. Yeah, cool. yes. it doesn't
3: look anything like Vigo, but I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen me on my rough days.
3: <laughs> but yeah, Vigo.
1: Yes. I think I think it is, but I think there's a couple things we got to talk about before we talk about this. Because first of all, this is going to come out on Wednesday, so by now, my you know, my bill would. But I will say this: I have never felt worse for an individual NFL football player. Than I did for Josh Allen on Sunday.
0: Oh my goodness,
1: that was just absolutely gut wrenching.
0: It was such good football that Sean Payton
2: quit today.
1: Yeah, I know. well, we were going to talk like, about that too, never Sean. Mind. Yeah, <laughs> Sean was, um. <laughs> Sean's like, uh, let's look at my quarterback options for next year. Uh, okay, let's.
2: Uh. That yeah. just shows you can't get your emotions up until things are over, yeah. especially in business, right? Like people get all excited, oh my paycheck, whatever, and it's going, and then deal falls apart. Same thing. Those guys, you saw people in the crowd crying, hugging. Oh, did, did you, you see the stat? I knew it wasn't did over. you see the stat that uh, this is a pretty impressive stat? It took 13 uh, seconds to do that last uh, drive for <sighs> Prescott. 14, 14 seconds <laughs> of run. To run one play was 14 <laughs> seconds. Isn't that wild? <laughs> That's a wild stat. To think uh, yeah. They, yeah that, I thought you were going was, to say, do we feel bad for anybody no. other than me? My stocks have killed me no. the last two days. Oh.
1: Okay. No, that was the shortest recession in the history of sessions yesterday. The towel drops a thousand points and it's back positive <laughs> by the end of the day, which was- I bought the dip. Which, so which was, okay. Okay. he bought the dip. You're okay. I bought yeah. one, one more share of wins. Yeah. Now I'm at two shares of Two shares of wins what yeah, you got? Yep. Two shares of win. Oh, yeah. You know, did anybody see the hot mic thing with Biden yesterday? Oh, yeah. Did anybody see that? Oh, yeah. That the, was... where, he, where, he, where he leans out and calls a guy a stupid son of a bitch yeah. on a hot mic, calls him a the Fox, that? Yeah, the, yeah Fox, uh, uh, the Fox. Peter Doocy. Peter Peter yeah. Yeah. yeah, Peter Ducey,
3: yeah. 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 Peter Doocy. Right. And, but then he called him later. Did you yeah. hear that, though? After the fact, Biden did call Peter Doocy and said, you know, poli- kind of apologize." Yeah,
1: said, I didn't mean to say you were a stupid son of a bitch yeah. on a hot I mic. Would have, <laughs> I would <laughs> have doubled down. Means, uh, if I was a president, yeah, yeah he yelled you're something. Too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not only are you a stupid son of a bitch, <laughs> like you you're, kinda, a you're a You're ugly, too. Ugly too you're you're ugly, ugly. Yeah, you're ugly, too. I mean, so here's so the I mean. thing. You know, every time Trump got on somebody you know, via Twitter, whatever else. He was a super bad guy. Are we just going now at this point that Joe Biden's like your cranky old grandpa that like, you know, he's going to say inappropriate stuff at the dinner table see and just let it go? I have are a, we there? I
0: think mentally we just cut these guys off at 55. <laughs> that's yeah. it. I don't need any more fucking guys over <laughs> 65 running this country. I just don't know. <laughs> no, it's really. thing. Nuclear war affects them a lot less than me. I know. <laughs> I know. It, it, it's you know, it, it's it, it's right From there. an actuarial point of view. Yeah. Me it affects you know, me more because I have yeah. kids that are, you know,
1: no, he's, he's, he's right there to just telling people to get off the lawn. Right Did the, you
2: see right that? Right in the middle of the press conference. Russia like keeps saying they want to nuke us. Nevada. Nevada? Yeah. What they do we do Russia? Russia? Area 51. Yeah. It's been out there a couple, don't for the last that. two Khabib weeks. Khabib lives here, I assume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Khabib lives here. Yeah, they're not, uh, they're yeah not they want to go after the aliens. What? I don't know Come why. They're... No. How awesome would it be? We should go try to get into Area 51 one How day. How
0: far off of the licensing trade? Did this go off the rails. No, right? we're getting there. We're, get, we're getting, <laughs> getting there. there. But we're on but the, talking about zone. aliens. Oh, no. Aliens. No, no.
1: These, these, are you know, the property these, I these, want. These are the important things we have to get to before
2: we get to that stuff. But, Speaking I mean, of aliens, I watched a Tom Hanks movie the other day. <laughs> oh, oh, my <laughs> God. What and what and is it made hate me tr- hate him more. It was Mr. <laughs> Rogers' movie. I'm like, this guy's not really. you hated him after the Mr. Rogers movie? Yeah. I about Mr. Rogers. I can't I believe they licensed his name. to Do you to like that Mr. Movie. Rogers
1: or do you hate Mr. Rogers?
2: I liked him till now. Now I hate him for no reason other than Tom. <laughs> well, Bob H- Ross. What about Bob Steve Race? Was awesome. But I love him. But okay. if Tom Hanks played him, I probably hate him.
3: What about Tom Hanks and like the Burbs or like big?
2: Oh. You didn't know. No, even, like, he, no. He, hates he hates him
1: across the, board, across the board. He sees him
0: un. Reasonably, yeah. Let, let's like, okay. Somehow.
1: Let's clear this up, Jason. You know, does cold is a pod person? Let's go ahead and sum that up right now. He's <laughs> a pod that everything that is normal with everybody else is kind of the polar opposite with him, and it's just what it what he what does.
0: What else do you hate? There was something else that you hated that literally blew my mind
2: in half. Oh, Star Wars? I've never seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, never no, seen it not one. Somebody sent, sent me Jason a thing up. like surprisingly like, oh, look at this actor surprising people. I'm like, I don't get it. Who's that actor? I've never seen him. Star Wars guy. I don't know who <laughs> so it he is. goes.
0: He goes on this show. He goes, you know how dumb they are in Star Wars? <laughs> the guy's dressed in black and they call him Darth Vader,
2: not Dark Vader. <laughs>
1: Yeah, went on for 10 minutes about Dark Vader. What a horrible name. Are, are you more you know, like a rom-com guy? Or,
2: I, I like I mean? Spaceballs. Watch that like oh, a week a ago. No, but Okay, that's but
1: I, speaking good. of people that good don't one. know what the hell is going on, I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> <laughs> this what I call a hard segue there. Did you see that Neil Young has threatened Spotify saying, if you don't get rid of Joe Rogan – you can't have my catalog
2: on there. That's okay. stupid. Who's got how, a better...
1: How long do you think <laughs> you that's going to yeah. take before Spotify just I, hits delete on Neil Young? I
0: think me and like 40 other people would be, be the only ones mad about mad it. Mad I, yeah. I threw out my Decades CDs, I think.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't even... know. Yeah. When's the last time you went for a... When's the last time you reached for a Neil Young CD? All the CD? time.
0: Really? Love Neil, love Neil Young. I think he is. Just the needle and the damage done and...
1: Name some songs. I can't think. This segment of it. is not going the way that man, I thought it would, and for the look Ohio, of Jason's face, old
0: man, needle in the damage done. No, um, no. for the turnstiles is one of the best songs. I, I'm, I'm ever going, ever. I'm going full like Tom movies? Hanks on this. I hate yeah, the guy. I hate
1: it. Hate Tom it. Hanks. Yeah. Still young? Full Tom John, Hanks on it. He's not even that young. Like your bad
0: opinion. He's not even young. No,
1: I can't. I can't take no young. And I'll tell you why I hate him even worse is when Eddie Vedder decided to morph into him. That, I hate him worse for He's that, so good that Eddie than just Vedder for being him.
0: It was excellent. No. Respects Neil no, Young. No, it's
2: dreadful. Terrible. Neil Young. With terrible.
0: Neil Young and Crazy Horse?
2: Yeah. No, t- terrible. Wonderful. All of it. Garbage. Just Horrible. Couldn't name a song. Horrible. But it just shows you, you know your cards before you start negotiating yeah. cards like you that. Because probably... who are you going to get rid of? Yeah. Yeah. The number one Spotify person or The Neil number one young podcast person, Who isn't period. even young. People, <laughs> yeah. people need He's to get change off Joe
0: dick, though. Like, they really need to either listen to him and shut up. Or, you know what I mean? Or just have no opinion about it. The numbers don't lie, though, is the problem. But the problem... If you listen to him and you disagree with him, point out what you disagree with. Don't just... I hate Joe Rogan because I heard that he took horse medicine one time. Mm. It's it's such an irrational backlash against Joe Rogan, who oftentimes is very interesting guest, very balanced. Mm. He doesn't say crazy right-wing shit. Mm. And people think he's this guy without listening to him. That's the problem. It's
2: because CNN and all them portray him that way and make his... Filter him to look green on his stuff. Did you see that? Yeah. Original video. So, mm-hmm. do you think yeah. you could go uh, be an Olympian? We got three weeks of Olympics. <laughs> I feel like I you I could want to winter. Otherwise winter.
1: Well, why don't we talk now? Since you've brought Jason into the conversation, why don't we? Don't ask, Colt what, he, yeah. don't ask Colt
0: what he thinks a biathlon is. Oh gosh,
1: <laughs> yeah, my neighbor's not, got a plenty of biathlon. It's not what you think it is, Gold. I don't think it's what you think it is. I mean, the pole vault is not part of that <laughs> question. Anyway, moving on, Jason. So let's talk about you, man. So, so for those of you who don't know, Jason, let's start with just what do you own here in town? Here in Las Vegas, what do you own that is so interesting?
3: So. Long story short, I started back into. I came to town in about 2002. Mm-hmm. Started a haunted house, just a generic haunted house. I always loved doing haunted houses as I was a kid, and growing up, I'd build haunted houses out of couch cushions, you know, in my backyard, whatever it took, you know, to make a haunted house. Mm-hmm. So I did one, in, you know, when I was going to college, University of Nebraska at Lincoln, and uh, that became successful. But good old Lincoln, Nebraska, wasn't big enough for me. So I, <laughs> I kind of, I love Lincoln. Don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful city, but uh, I wanted something big. So I looked at all the cities that didn't have any competition that i could actually come into and compete with and vegas was such a new young city still at the time you know 20 years ago mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what you know i'm gonna come to vegas and try this there's only these haunted houses in these parking lots in like smith's parking lot you know and trailers i'm like i can compete with this so i did 2002 i started a haunted house it was success- successful at the time mandalay resort group aka circus circus approached me and they're like Hey, you know we have this big property. So you they came them. to you. You they didn't came go to, to them. Me. They left uh, this lady. Where, where were you?
1: Where, so where were your ha- where were the haunted houses you were doing? They parking lot ones like that? No, other ones?
3: no. I, I rented an old abandoned ballroom that had this murder in it on Highland Drive that was allegedly haunted. So I put it in this ten thousand square foot old abandoned ballroom, and the lady marketing lady at Circus Circus, Pam Torres, came in and she she gave her business card to my mom working the ticket booth at the time because I wanted my. I went mean, it was all cash back right. then, you want to, you know, you yeah. someone you trust, trust you you because yeah. I mean, you could be walking out 20, 30, $40,000 in a night, you know? Wow. So, you know, she hands a business card and luckily I called and, uh, circus circus, we re- rearranged a meeting. I went in there. They were intimidated as hell at my age. Cause I was like 22 years old or something <laughs> like that
1: in the time. And well, let's, well, let's back up a little yeah. bit. How much money were you making in Lincoln, Nebraska?
3: Lincoln, when you start
1: when you started this like your first real haunted house oh, yeah, how you?
3: probably so real haunted house i was uh 19 20 you know, 19 19 20.
0: other stuff too though right? oh yeah like I, I, and- oh
3: god yeah i had, I had started a uh, party planning service when i was in high school and uh, that's really how i i learned that uh, halloween would actually pay because i was dressing up as uh costume characters to go to kids birthday parties and then one day a parent comes to me and they're like Hey, my son's got an October birthday, you know, can you do anything? You know, we'd like to set up a haunted house in the backyard. And I already had been a big collector of Halloween shit in the, mm. you know, in the first place. I had, you know, I had saved up from Spencer Gifts, bought all these props, this, that, and the other. So I'm like, you know, Hey, what's your budget? And they're like, uh, you know, my normal party was $49. And then I had an upscale party. It was like $89. So when I got the $89 a party, I was ecstatic. Mm. So the lady's like, you know, my budget's $400 and I bought shit and I'm like $400. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I was in high school, $400, yeah, you know, You're like this is years big ago. dollars, yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm like this is this is awesome. And so we I'm like, heck yes. Yeah. so we did the party, it turned out great. The next day, I swear half the parents from that party called me and I'm like, oh shit, what did I do to their kids? <laughs> right. Did I scare them <laughs> so death? And they're like we gotta have a Halloween party. We gotta have a haunted house party and it's not my kid's birthday, but we gotta have you have a haunted house party. I thought you were gonna garage. say touchy the clowns, yeah. not yeah. No, a no, come back no, again. no, Feel no, no. no. Feel you the Feely the clown. Magician. No, back, back in Nebraska we don't get much of that. No. That uh but yeah, so all the parents called, they're like, you know, this is great. And that month in October, I had one of the most successful months I had ever had because I was booking out all these four or five hundred dollar parties and I was in shock and I was making thousands of dollars that month and uh you know, my mom had always said, you know, become an attorney, become an attorney. You got to become an attorney. And I was actually going to go in that direction. But now my mom's probably like, God, that was, that was a smart right. move. You're yeah, it was a smart right. move. You're doing better than most of your attorneys. Maybe not the, the great Chris Kanawha. <laughs> you know, Kanawha you know, for all, you, all you know, your needs. Yeah, maybe not that good, but I'm doing pretty good. I, I don't have a Bentley yet, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're doing all right. So, yeah, so I came out to Vegas, got the business card, met with Circus Circus. They were intimidated as hell because I was young. We put on a hell of an event and it just grew and grew and grew over 15 years and uh, i was starting to do other projects and such i mean the event was was just doing amazing but then 2017 happens and that that route 91 festival shooting happens that thing happened on october 1st my event opened on september 29th crushed the event crushed the event crushed mgm don't know why MGM necessarily sold, but allegedly they sold to Phil Ruffin because they needed to free up some cash, mm-hmm. you know, and Circus Circus was, you know, a good asset yeah. for Phil Ruffin and they did not renew my contract or we couldn't reach terms. So that was the end so of the, that. End. they
1: stop doing Fright Dome? They don't do that no, anymore?
3: They can't do Fright Dome because I own Fright Dome. You own I Fright own Dome. the intellectual property Fright Dome. <sighs> so even back then I was smart, you know, I had yeah, lined it up, up. Yeah, you know, it up. Yeah, I was smart with that and I, I, I locked it all down. So, will there ever be another fright dump? Probably. Are we backed up to holy hell on projects? Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it, we've got it in the queue right now. Hey, yeah, slow but, down, Jason. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. I figure you only live once and you know what I mean? I, you know, and I'm getting older now. I want to do absolutely everything I possibly can while I'm on this earth and, You know, to put my stamp and say I actually did something. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? I did something here. You know, I created, you know, arguably one of the best Halloween events in the world for 15 years. And, you know, moving on to IP, you know, now that was I this own,
1: Was this before like how Halloween Horror Nights and stuff at Universal? was Same, this- time. same, same time. Same time. Yeah, same together.
3: time. And I remember Universal calling me because that was in, in 2009. I got the rights to Saw. So I teamed up with Lionsgate. They also had the rights to Saw to do a haunted house on Saw. Mm-hmm. They called me and they're like, how the hell did you get the rights to do that, Jason? We were doing that. And then they changed from that point on, they changed all the radius clauses now. So, you know, that would never happen right, again right, to right. where yeah. they were doing it and I was doing it. Right. And and I was beating them in all the rankings on USA Today and stuff every year anyway, because we were scarier than Universal Studios. I mean, they put on a beautiful event,
1: but, but it's for kids.
3: Yeah, we were, we were scarier and uh, that's what we really prided ourselves on. And we really did an amazing job with the actors because your Halloween event is only as good as your worst actor. You can create the coolest sets in the world, but if you get a bunch of shitty actors, you've got nothing. Mm. So... So yeah, we teamed up with them. We lost that, you know, we lost that after Phil Ruffin took over. And Phil's a great guy. You know, I actually met with what, him. He came through one of our events. You what know, what
2: was the reason? First off, I don't think people realize to get your to go from an abandoned warehouse to an MGM property <laughs> is, is insane. insane. So people in Vegas outside Vegas don't comprehend that. To get anything in Las Vegas, I tell people all the time to place anything in a hotel is the hardest thing you will do on this earth of real estate. So for them to come and reach out to you, you must have created an amazing brand at that. And I mean- what were the terms? Did they, they just want a gross percentage of what you brought in? Did they make you lease it? Like, that's an impressive thing yeah. that I don't think people are really yeah, Tell us the terms. Yeah. 20, how much money did you make not, on that? Uh, you don't have yeah, to tell it me, but I... right to the end. Like, how much money you to Do not answer them. <laughs> hey, it, IRS, yeah. I got to <laughs> deal with the IRS. I get sponsored by One, it, $1 dollar of net profit. <laughs> you,
3: you are right. And, uh, you know, people, when they meet with me, you know, I can beat out big companies any day of the week because they see my passion in these projects. They see that we go to the next level. They see how amazing we do. I mean, I'll beat out some of the biggest and best companies out there, you know, with my little old tiny team. And, uh, you know we will we will blow the doors off any event that we do and that's what they saw they saw the amount of effort that we put into our our little warehouse event the mm-hmm. the ballroom event they're like oh my god this is amazing you know we come into vegas right. and we just you know do this killer haunted house
1: what'd you what'd you make on the ballroom event
3: the first year oh i think it was 250 thousand Not not <sighs> not much I mean, not much you know how much yeah that's net or gross no, you know that was like gross back then oh, but god. it wasn't much to put on but uh you know i mean yeah fright dome over the years made millions upon millions upon millions upon millions, upon millions of dollars but yeah. it also cost, does anybody Very knows long. millions upon yeah. millions to, to run as well. But uh, the event was great. I mean, you know, if if I would have been as restricted as I was, you know, if if some of the old folks that that were running the Adventure Dome, you know, weren't as uh, tight-assed over there and, you know, would have listened to me, we could have changed the ticket price. Because, well, for one, the ticket price was too low. We were selling out every night. Yeah. I think our average ticket price was like $37, $38. You know, my average ticket price at uh, you know, in an escape room right now is over fifty. Yeah. So it's like I was right. giving six hundred houses, scare zones, rides, double loop, roller coasters, all this stuff. So it's like, yeah, our pricing was off. We could have grossed an extra million, million and a half dollars by just adjusting, uh, you know, adjusting. Yeah, sixty nine no, no ninety five. No, oh, knowing the elasticity yeah. of demand, right? Yeah, I mean, still knowing it. that these little twenty thousand dollar escape room builds are getting forty five dollars, I mean, it, it's insane, you know. So we, well, dude, not only
1: that, but look at Bruno Mars is clocking down oh like six hundred and fifty bucks a night just thank, to see him play. Thank you, oh, for you very much a seat. I, Adele. I appreciate oh, that. Don't yeah. bring
3: Adele. Oh, oh boy, oh. Oh, that's a touchy subject. that came to town expecting to see. Whoops, yeah. How do you know.
2: do that? But how do you go Good. and cancel you know 24 Good. hours? No, Good. not how no. that man, <laughs> come people on, people you flying across the world
0: dollars to go watch these ladies sing? Hang on,
2: not but everybody, here, but here's my not question
1: What do that. you do? What do you do if you're the secondary purchaser that bought the tickets for like 10 grand on the um, secondary market sure. and you're really going to go back to the person sold them to you and be like, I need a refund? They're not yeah. going to do that. I mean, I don't know. No, yeah. who knows what happened. So that was a whole bad thing. was
0: It
3: was, was bad, bad. And though. I don't like that she was making people go out, not to get political or anything like that, but I don't like she was going out and making people get tested. So she was going to crowd up our testing sites, yeah. thousands and thousands of people because they had to be vaxxed and a test and a negative test. I mean, Adele's great. She's amazing what she does. But let, let's be real. Don't come into our town and clog up our testing sites when people that really need, need to go get tested yeah. need to get the there. And they don't want to wait four hours. I can argue she, with that she, one. Yeah, she's, she's no Neil Young. Young. Yeah. She is <laughs> no <laughs> Neil Young. No Neil Young. No. Yeah. no. Yeah. Do, you
2: have, um, do you have issues with people like punching your actors? <laughs> No, not dead serious because, like, I won't go to them because I would punch
0: somebody. So at the Fright Dome, at the other one, maybe that was an issue, but not in these new trucks. Well, that's okay. So, very so, rarely. But so, so oh, it, it's happened, it, right? It, ha-
3: it happens. But we, when, when you take their weapons away at the beginning with metal detectors and you're in a dark environment, and you okay. don't know, you know, where necessarily you are in the middle of a haunted house. It's not smart to do. So it happens, but it happens very rarely, <laughs> you know, because, you know, we, we put all these preventative measures in place to prevent that from happening. Right. We just don't. We don't allow them to do that, and they know they're about to lose their. Well, at the time, thirty eight dollar right. ticket, you know, but yeah. uh, should have been sixty nine. Should have Should exactly. have been. Should've been. Should've Absolutely, would have been, been sixty nine. But uh, there's no touching either. No, there's no, no. no. But I'm just saying, people, people
2: jump out. Just natural uh, reaction. I I'm, got uh, punched.
3: <laughs> I got punched three months ago at saw you know because the labor crisis was so intense i mean so bad i mean we'll do whatever it takes so i do not have to close down any of my you're like i'm in there I absolutely, i'm open. i dressed yeah. up as the pig and i literally got punched by a guest i went in too close to scare him Sweet. got punched but it wasn't it didn't hurt yes. but i mean yeah. I, actually, think I, I, I think i might have caught it I might, I, damn i took a punch pretty well i'm like <laughs> this dude was huge and i'm like i'm really proud of myself I'm i was not scared anymore. man i was scared <laughs> and it was fine he reacted i'm not gonna do anything i wasn't no. hurt it is what it is did you hold
1: character did you squeal when he punched you or did you like a bro? it's he cool he 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 you. Immediately,
3: you know but uh, no actually i was on the phone with chris i'm like hey you know i got an injury here you know <laughs> yeah. I mean, what can we do um, you know, but so uh, sue no the owner it happens but oh, it probably sorry. happens in other people's places a lot more than all right so,
1: so back so back to circus circus you're, you're, you're undercutting yourself but you're still doing amazingly well phil ruffin comes in says you know thanks but no thanks we're not continuing this
3: he, he it wasn't him that said it so Phil's, Phil's a great guy. We met after the fact. Phil would probably have us back there. It was MGM and it was the head of uh, Circus Circus who didn't want to put the deal in place because they knew the property was for sale. So MGM killed the deal. Oh, they didn't want anything yeah, dragging they down killed, the net. Yeah, yeah, they killed the deal before <laughs> it. it could even go. Because they wanted
1: the balance sheet as clean yeah. as humanly possible if, to trade yeah. the, yeah. Trade yeah. the, yeah,
3: the if property. If Phil would have known, Phil probably would have said, know, oh, yeah, I want this as a part of the deal. But Phil didn't even know what it existed. But it I got to
1: believe it, Circus Circus. I mean, how much revenue did that generate for the damn casino? It, no. Okay. It's had, okay. had
2: to That's be. What I it's got to the be. they would way, never
3: yeah.
1: tell me. They yeah. would never. I'm like, yeah. you know. I'm like, you know.
3: I see the hotel numbers are going up. The occupancy rates are going how? up. I'm like, I'm like, how can we quantify the gambling? Yeah. And how could like,
1: any month be busier than that with no, that going on in there? No. It was. For
3: some it reason was in October. through the roof, guys. Yeah. I, yeah. For yeah. some know reason, why? Circus, circus. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. And I didn't see it. You know, there was a deal. I didn't make a great deal back then. You know, I mean, now I would know. I didn't see any the food and beverage, the alcohol sales, and stuff like that. You know, so I would make a completely different deal. I'm a totally different person now than I was. You know. 20 years ago now i'm a better negotiator than this guy sitting next to me No. Mm-hmm. so do you have, so have to pretty, pretty mean. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> have a pretty
2: mean guy actually do you have any interest cop. in going back
3: oh abso- because absolutely because like my
2: kids are always like oh i wish fright dorm was not there but yeah.
3: Absolutely. But it's not saying, you know, it's married to that location. You know, the right location comes around. We will do something. It's not hard to put in rides. It's all about encompassing and having a whole night of terror. You know, your right. haunted houses, your scare zones, your rides that can be done on another property and doing it right. I've had so many people try to come in and, you know, that don't have my motivation and don't know how to do it. And they just fail miserably. And we right. have people literally every day approach us about doing something. But Dude, yeah, uh, film gonna, film I'll film give you a billion dollar
1: idea right now. Horror EDC.
3: There, Pasquale's a great there. Ride, it is. You
1: know, there you go. <laughs> do it. Do a tear EDC at the dance. Think about The racetrack. I'm at the yeah. racetrack. It's good weather because it's October. It's not a million degrees. Throw some DJs out there with some scare stuff and the rides, and you're good. People. Pasqual
3: Pasquale, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do it. You know, he's there a great go. guy. He's a great. Puts on an amazing event, too. But, uh, you know, and that's, and now I've learned, you know, what I didn't know 20 years ago or 15 years ago is the art of saying no on certain projects now, too. Mm. So, you know, I was just taking on projects, you know, I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. What I did think,
1: you say yes to you wish you had
3: uh, I did a project in Hong Kong on a mountaintop on top of a shopping mall. That was quite the project to do. And you know what I mean? It was, Victoria. it was at the, yeah, Victoria Peak in Hong Kong uh, on top of the Galleria Mall. And, you know, we're, you know, it was a fun project, but, you know, you, you get your typical investors or whatever it was that was like, you know, we want to do 500 houses. Oh, let's cut the budget. Now let's do 400 houses. Oh, let's cut the budget. Let's do 300 houses. Now let's go to 200 houses, but you still want to charge the same ticket price. Mm -hmm. So they crushed, you know, they didn't do it. You know, they didn't put on a good event because, you know, the public wasn't happy about what they got. You know, you can't charge the same dollar amount, you know, $50 and tell everybody it's going to be 500 houses. But then they're like, Oh, now there's two, but, uh, I I wouldn't have taken that project on, even though it was neat to go to Hong Kong, but I was on the plane every other week. Yeah, it was nice in air Singapore Airlines with uh, the suite and everything. That's cool. That was my quiet time, but uh, I wouldn't have taken that. You know, it just, you know, and I get get requests every day. I got a pumpkin patch request yesterday and stuff. I, I just... It's not, you know, it's what's the Paula Abdul song, uh, two steps forward, three steps back. I don't, right. you know, I, I've done these things. I've put myself on the map. I've broken every record possible. You know, I don't need to take
1: on a project. And these aren't just Vegas projects no, anymore. No, You're all I've over done, the world.
3: I've done stuff in New York. I've consulted for Universal Studios, Busch Gardens. You know, you know, we've done, you know, stuff everywhere, you know, it's, it's, and it's been a great journey. But now, like I said, with, with the IP projects that we're doing, you know with working with saw and with working with Blair, Witch, and we've got three others in the making, which I can't say, but well,
1: let's talk about that. So you transition out of, for, for lack of a better phrase, just because they transitioned out of you yeah, exactly. selling your load, selling your location. And so you're like, okay, what am I going to do now? I need something that you probably want to control more. hundred percent. That is not just open one month out of the year yep, and is more controllable. So, and I, they don't have to tear down. Yeah, but so, I don't have to tear yes. it down because
3: that, <laughs> there's nothing worse than putting that up and then having to tear it down. I mean, that's, that's upsetting. You've just created something amazing and 19 days down the road, you're tearing it down. Yeah. So
1: So walk me, walk me through that process of thinking you want to do this to getting it open.
3: Um, you mean saw? Yeah, because uh, so that's the first one. Yes. So Saw's the first IP after fright jump. So yeah. So saw was the first one we we approached, and I had already worked with Lionsgate back in two thousand nine because we did a saw themed haunted house in two thousand nine. So how did you?
1: How did that? How did that meaning come about? How did you approach that? How and
3: you like that? you guys had said, it's not easy. Those they, they you don't find studio executives email addresses on the web. They they're non-existent, right. and they have layers of assistance in place mm-hmm. to prevent the average Joe from calling them. So, at bro, the bro time, I got this movie. Oh, yeah. oh my god no 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 it's oh. gonna be it's godfather it's gonna, gonna be the space end. okay yeah it's exactly and you know, that's what they don't want you know they, so, but they're great people don't get me wrong now we talk to lions literally every single day mm-hmm. but uh you know so we approached them in 2009 Yeah, we used we went to our radio station partner Kent broadcasting uh will kemp i think owns a law firm here in town Kemp uh, yeah so he, he owns uh kemp broadcasting so they had an in, they were doing a special with Saul the year prior to promote the movie. And I'm like, Hey, you know, can you, do you have any kind of in, they went through the marketing department. Then they got us through the location-based entertainment department and we got a meeting and then they, so met.
1: let's, well, let's, let's cause you're brushing Saw. over, you yeah. brushed over that pretty yeah. quick. And I, and I think that's a that's key true. piece of information yeah. for anybody that wants to license IP, because I think a lot of people just tend to bang their head against the closed door. Without looking for somebody like, oh, here's the guy that washes the windows, that looks through the windows right at the meet where they sit every single day. Let me talk to that guy and see if he can get me around on the window washing unit.
0: I'll tell you a quick, 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 quick story real yeah. quick. My buddy became friends with Warren Buffett. Stays at his house in Omaha when we go to Berkshire Hathaway every year. Hmm? When he was the richest man on earth. Started off because he adopted a dog from his security guard that he met at uh, Dick's Barbecue or something in, in Omaha. Really? He that literally means. became friends with the security guard. Security guard had a dog for sale, and then like one of his people and the dogs lived there. And so Buffett's wife, you know, when you meet someone through dogs, you're friends immediately. Dude, I, well, I, you, I, you, you can't always <clears throat> call up Warren Buffett. Sometimes you got to make friends.
2: We got to find. Yeah, out. you've got to. This is where like your network is your net worth, right? right. Because just like you said, I mean, you, there's nothing harder. I worked in the hall you know hollywood la scene for a little bit there's nothing harder to get through to those people right. they have gatekeepers after gatekeepers after gatekeepers literally, three assistants, same with mgm yeah wme
3: you know a, a great company Well, now endeavor yeah endeavor. Uh, you okay. know literally they'll have three assistants yep. one agent will have three assistants before you even get to the agent i mean that's yep. how, how yeah. hard it is to get to them but gatekeeper uh, gatekeeper gatekeeper yep. but but yeah, so you 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 mentioned that you know it's hard it, it was I think where people fail with it too is when we go in and present something to the studio, we give it 110%. And I don't know where I learned this from, but uh, I want to go into that meeting knowing that I gave it our all that we showed everything we possibly could put the best presentation possible ever we could put together versus some people coming in with a word doc and setting it on their right. you know, word document and sitting on their desk and thinking that's actually going to work. Right. It's not going to work, you know, and that's what yeah. you know, you got to put your best foot forward because then at least we knew we did everything we could that, you know, to attempt to get that job. And, uh, you know, if they say no, we
2: do best, well, you know?
1: I think also when you're, when you're dealing with intellectual property of somebody that is on something, a franchise like saw, mm-hmm. they've got to believe that you're going to treat it yeah,
2: <laughs> you can <ruin> as, <laughs> as
1: well or better than they would. I mean, you've, you've got to show them a, a vision that they're going to look at and say, man, this is just an exceptional opportunity. And these guys have proven themselves to do this. And I think also I, I would say the reason that you got the opportunity was because you proved that you could run with the ball in that arena before you just grabbed like if you just come off the street and said I got this great idea I want to do a haunted house with saw they would have been like who are you no but you were like I'm the haunted house guy I think I can take both of our brands to the next level by combining them
0: and and again showing up to that meeting with a pitch deck that's like yeah wow I, wow yeah yeah,
3: blow, yeah
1: you had blow, I'm, blow. Sure, I'm assuming you had art and everything done <laughs> oh, on this thing a- absolutely. You and that's
3: done. what people don't understand too like uh, one of our current studio projects which I can't say what it is but uh, you know sometimes it can cost us 30 40 50 thousand before we even get the job yeah and that's what people don't get and they're like oh my god you did all these renderings 3d models all this stuff it's like yeah of course we did because it's worth it because you know our batting average is damn good he knows what these projects are mm. Batting average is really really good and you know we're friends with multiple multiple studios now and you know we can get them on the phone now and what, what used to be hard mm. back in 2009 now it's like okay yeah you want to call Sony yeah, absolutely let's call Sony and see what they got you know what I mean so that that's that's what it is but again we go in and I'm shocked with some of the other promoters all over the world big big bad promoters and amazing promoters and producers and I'm like you want to show you want me to show this studio this like what what is this what are you you know, I mean, about? like literally they've done this in like the. The clip art program and and I'm like, this is gonna be this. saw and it's the, gu- it's yeah, the it's guy. Yeah, it's the guy it's the clip with a I the will send the, you a full, full blown 3D walkthrough of, the of what whole this nine is whole to be before I, we even get the deal, and that's right. what you have got, to do. Yeah, well, let, well let, let's of, talk
1: about let's talk more about that when we come back from the break. We'll be back with Jason uh, from just everything. The saw escape rooms, the whole nine yards. I'm gonna well, hear a little. I'm, I'm gonna get some of the new projects out of him. Um, probably not. We're probably back in a minute. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. Back from the break. Again, joined today, luckily, is Jason from the Saw Escape Room, Blair Witch Escape Rooms here in town, uh, talking about licensing IP and just the incredible business that he has kind of manufactured out of uh, out of scaring people. It's kind of like uh, you know, God called if you could get paid every time you would got home five minutes late. <laughs> I mean, life would be good. Be worth because uh, I know you're terrified. Hey, when I you got walk a great idea
2: for you. Um, you can't steal from me right now, but do one of nothing but Mexican women with chancels. And make yeah, people just, walk chase through it, yeah. just chase dodge you around. You got yeah. dodged. The whole, the, the whole thing is, is no the whole thing the whole thing is
1: the whole premise is this is your Mexican wife, and you're 20 minutes late. <laughs> that's, oh, it, that's the whole escape and room. Yeah. <laughs> and she texted you
2: five minutes before. <laughs> yeah, she before? did. Oh. Yeah, she did. Down you. you don't really <laughs> just a of That's it. I guarantee you'd make money on that. You would.
1: So we're back today. We're talking with Jason about intellectual property, uh, licensing this stuff, because he has been able to license some of the biggest brands uh, in the industry of horror uh, are his partners now. I mean, major studios are his partners, and he is able to uh, profit very successfully and share profits with these major brands. And if you're kind of wondering how to get, a, you know, get a foot started there, this is a great, great conversation to listen to if you're ever thinking about, man, how do I get something to start like that? So uh, to, to recap what we talked about the first part of the episode was, you know, I think the biggest hinge point key was build some credibility in whatever, uh, whatever angle you want to go, whatever business you want to build in. You can't just start from zero and get these deals. You've got to build some credibility in the arena you're dealing with. And then B, don't just necessarily bang your head against the closed door look for that side door man look for the look for somebody's got a connection to these people any way you can get into them because i think just like you you know once you start making a little bit of money for one of these guys they, they kind of talk
3: absolutely it's a very small world in the uh, <laughs> yeah. lo- we call it location-based entertainment uh, department and uh, you're right i mean we've worked with after it started with saw went to my bloody valentine we worked with the late george romero uh, we worked with halloween we worked the collector, the collection, Five Nights at Freddy's when it was at its peak, that crazy video game. Yeah, um, my, well yeah. aware, of my yeah. son, and all about yeah, it. So we You did a,
1: You did a haunted house with yeah, Five Nights I'm at Freddy's, the
3: only one that they've ever licensed at Fright Dome. So I'm the only one that they ever licensed their brand to to do a live attraction. So we worked with them, wow. and so many amazing ones over the years. And uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, their dear friends of mine over there, <laughs> amazing. I mean so iconic it's such a weird thing to say yeah so so i mean iconic. yeah they made me a
1: skin lamp it's it's, yeah. it's, it's that kind of relationship well, <laughs> i do have a skin lamp actually well
3: actually he does yeah yeah we do i do have a severed arm lamp and uh, it's made out of human skin in the in the in the face not real of course but uh yeah it's quite quite the office at my house you know i have an office at my house and then an office at work too but there's but, a youtube video of it Oh yeah, yeah. There's absolutely yeah. Of,
2: there's a, vid,
1: of your maybe office props from oh, right? yeah. Well, you know, by, cool. by yeah. now, by now, people are probably trying to figure out. So, I, I want to get this out of the way. So, if people want to connect with you. How do they find you? Know, what's the What's the gram? What's
3: the handle? So it's at what am I at at, at, at Jason Egan Fright. So yeah, it, at Jason Egan Fright on Instagram. I don't have Twitter. You know, uh, we're at at us at Saw Escape Room and at Escape Blair Witch as well too. So. Those are the two that we have
1: out there right now. Where Where's the Blair Witch? Where is that? Right next to Saw. Is it the same oh, place? You're emptying, oh, I have done you know, that
3: You yet. have to amortize the cost. You're emptying out in the same retail. Oh, yeah. You know, so and now we're building a um, a pizza place called Sliced Pizza, which is a horror-themed pizza place because, you know, that that's a thing, too. You know, we have – when you get people on your property – you can get them to spend more if you give them, yep. you know, good good value, and you know they're showing up forty minutes earlier. They're gonna buy a slice of pizza. You well, know, I think, and they're gonna play a game. You know,
1: I think nothing proves that more than what is it the pawn shop guys in there? Oh God, their they're, they're the geniuses. Oh, uh, yeah, they've they've got those people just trapped down there. Oh
3: God, yeah, they're they, you know, and and absolutely they're selling food line and everything else. Yeah. The Goratorium used to empty out into
0: a overhang bar in in Plant Hollywood. The Gore, gorato- oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, the they're Goratorium not a,
3: They're not a good example though. <laughs> no, so that well, place. Poor guys but, that only lasted ten months. yeah. I can they, I can tell you ten was, reasons yeah. why, they didn't, why through, they didn't. I went through I went through it
1: on opening night. It was it was a rough oh, go of it.
3: They yeah, <laughs> they picked they picked a little argument with me at the beginning. They're like, Oh, what do you think about and the news had me on thinking about the, the talking about the competition, like, Oh, what do you think about your new fierce competition? And I'm like I'm like, uh-huh. competition? I'm like, they're a ten thousand square foot exhibit versus my two hundred and fifty thousand square foot exhibit, mm-hmm. you know, on the third floor of a Walgreens building with no parking. <laughs> I'm like, right. this is not yeah, competition. It was, they yeah. didn't do a Come right. on, Eli. Yeah. You know, before you license your name, <laughs> think. Come yeah, on. Might he's might a, he's a that smart that guy. You know Eli what rock. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't, know. again, that's the answer. He should have said no on yeah. that one. You know, he should have learned that. I would have taught All him to right. say no. Like, it's not worth the money. They probably, you know, they probably gave him six figures, you know, to license Hopefully. name, but.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I love that philosophy too. Sometimes, sometimes kids, the best thing you can say to a business deal is no, Yeah, absolutely. the best deals I've ever done. They're the ones that I said no yeah, to
3: sometimes. I mean, you guys are in the real estate business. You know what? My grandfather always used to tell me, don't fall in love with bricks and mortar. You know I mean? Some of these people fall in love with these deals. and like, it's just not the right deal. Let's, right. let's just wait a little bit. One of the studio deals that we're working on right now took two full years of negotiating. And I'm sure a lot of people in, in my camp are like, you, eh, he's Jason's. all talk. He's not going to get that deal. And then when I get it, they're like, "Oh my god, we didn't right. think you were going to get this." Yeah. So I'm like, "Yeah, Who I stayed persistent, that? like gotten everything." <laughs> people just don't get it. You know, sometimes people think that you know, they mean, these deals Mom can be put to
0: do a,
1: No, see that that's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Is there a deal that's gotten away? Is there one that you wanted yeah. you didn't get? Not yet. That's just dead. No, we, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything's going now. What, what's the? Who's the? What's the one that got away, Jason? What hasn't
3: is? gotten away yet? There, there's there's uh you know there, it hasn't gotten away yet, there's some but, golden gooses you're still grinding oh, oh out there yeah, there's there's uh, there's some great white I, whale yeah, the, yeah the, <laughs> the, the leviathan <laughs> but it will exactly. take time it will take time and we'll remember this conversation but you know there's one of the <laughs> most iconic horror movie characters of all time that we've been uh you know discussing with their family about about doing a deal with tom who, hanks uh, uh, he's still alive like thank <laughs> god a, yeah. you did a tom hanks so, one
0: <laughs>
2: God, most scared. Worst so scared. Worst. <laughs> no. It would be actual Tom Hanks Come and be like Surprise can I take a photo Like he does Everybody getting married On the beach <laughs> Just wants to ruin their Freaking throw his picture Like is that really Tom Hanks Or like we can't get him To go home guys I'm sorry <laughs> We've tried for last year <sighs> He sleeps in the back Looks like John Travolta Yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, but No
3: our, our batting average Has been really really good Because you know A we go into the deals That we really do want want, mm-hmm. you know, um, but our batting average has been stellar. It really has, you know, we put, you know, and now, you know, versus, you know, back maybe 15 years ago, I'd only work on one project at a time. I don't put my eggs in one basket. I'll be working on 10 things right now. I mean, he, he Chris knows I'm just go, 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 seven yeah. days a week, you know, and he's probably shocked. I'm like, Hey, you know, now we need a 60,000 square foot property for this. Yeah. I need a 5,000 square foot property for this. And he's like, Oh my God.
2: You know, Do you I mean, see a lot of people seeing what you're doing and try and jump in. Now into I, the I, industry,
3: absolutely. I've seen family members that you know they don't talk to, attempt to to ride my coattails, and they yeah. think it's so easy. And I've seen them fail miserably. Right. I mean, just absolute failures at this stuff. And it because they don't get what the formula is, and they're missing a very very important piece of the puzzle. And that important yeah. important piece of the puzzle is me. Right? I mean, yeah. They don't they don't know how to do, you know do, how it. I mean, do it. Fire like, safety regulations Oh god, yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They don't know it. There's so much stuff that goes into it, and then you know, and I don't want to, you know, rain an immense parade, but the stuff's expensive now. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? What sure I could have done for a like hundred grand, you know. you know, years ago, you know, is now, you know, millions of dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, our escape rooms are, you know, well into the millions of dollars now. I mean, they're, but again, you know, we, you know, you build it, they will come. You know, and how it goes with our escape well, rooms. But I, now, you build it, you work your ass off, and hope they show up,
1: and they do. Well, well, well Let's talk about that for a second because people hear escape room and they're thinking the little joint in the strip mall down the street from them. Exactly. That's um, the bad yeah. if if you haven't. Like I've been to your, I've been to your place. We went there pretty close to when it opened for my wife's birthday.
3: It's though.
1: Changed a lot. Um, I, I haven't been there. So, well, let come back then. But I'll, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. You know, without giving. First of all, Google this. Look it up. Look up the Saw Escape Room. It is unbelievable it's like Thank being you. projected into the movie um you know my only question about Go it was with some
2: smart people no though.
1: smart people cuz well, the, yeah, the we first went, yeah. the we first went, room just went crushed up, us we're yeah. just like that uh, fir- the i won't talk about what it is but that first area yeah Okay. I, th- I think I think you guys almost threw us out just for being dumb after the it's first one. Like, oh <laughs> I felt on. I felt that, I thought we, that I was coming anyway.
3: Yeah, it's 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 changed a lot, and we we're constantly every. I have a team that literally is just changing out puzzles all the time. You know, they're you know we're we're dark on Mondays and Tuesdays, and they're continually doing that, but that's, you're exactly right. You bring up a good point because I hate calling it an escape room. It's really an escape experience. Yeah, it's a truly it's not immersive an immersive attraction. Room. I mean, yeah, yeah. saw is 13 rooms, seven of them, you have to escape. And it's, it's truly an experience. It's an hour, hour and 15 minutes long Blair, Witch is like an hour and seven minutes long on average. I mean, these are big attractions and you know, you can't just build a saw experience and have it one or two rooms. They have all these movies that you have to encompass. Yeah, And uh, so it's impossible, but. I mean it felt real i'm sure when you went through you truly felt like you're in an old meatpacking oh yeah no no it was awesome and all that was built by us yeah it was an it was a blank canvas when we went in there and uh you know that that's the key is you know making people feel immersed and the movies even have it easier than we do because they have camera magic they yeah. can hide things they can hide the ceiling right. they can hide the ground they can hide all this stuff you're in there 360 degrees so we yeah. have to do it on a lower budget than a movies. you know has to do it and you know everybody's looking all around they're feeling the things they're smelling you know all that stuff so mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, you have to be smart with it. You have to be a good builder, but we have a, an amazing team of builders now.
1: No, I think that was the I think that's the coolest thing about your deal. Like, like you pull up to you know an, an escape room and it says like you know escape whatever. Oh, it's escape, yeah. it's whatever. Like you pull up to this place, it doesn't say anything yeah. about where you're where you are. No?
0: Even the throwaway stuff is yeah. Well done.
1: Yeah, you're completely just or immersed. Even the stuff in Stuff that's
0: is. just window dressing. Literally, yeah. window dressing is well
3: done. Oh yeah, it, it, we have a our facade next door. Not even in the same building but we did a full city butcher facade. So if you're looking in the windows, it seems real and you got the right. fake butcher counter and everything yeah. else. It's just the little things that blow people's minds. And, and what a lot of people did don't realize is how important, you know, you mentioned Instagram and stuff like that are people, they say half the reason a person goes out is to get those photos, you know, that they can post on their social media mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. So we want to be able to give them amazing things to look at. Yeah. And we're continually changing our attractions to allow them to take more photos and and post that stuff.
1: How long, how long has Salmon uh, been open for now?
3: Over four years now, four years. And it's still just booming. Yeah. You uh, guys are still just ev- numbers every, numbers are going up at uh, 2021 was our best year ever. I mean, it was through the roof. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> and, and 20- What's
2: your percentage from locals to tourists? about 80% tourists right now. Really?
3: Yeah. yeah it's 80% tourists and which is great. And that's yeah. what I want because you know, we're, you know, Vegas sees started, 47 yeah. million tourists a year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love the locals to come down too. You know you know that, that that's great and that keeps us busy as well and we try to offer things like through costco and stuff like yeah. that for our local crowds to get bigger discounts but uh yeah that's that's what's great too vegas has you know a revolving right yeah you know. how, how are you
1: marketing the tours
3: um digital advertising primarily and then we've got a couple mobile billboard trucks on the road sometimes we're running normal uh normal billboards as well too uh in during october we'll run a little bit of radio you know it just mm. depends but uh primarily digital digital is truly where our audience is and we have an amazing you know commercial for both saw and blair Witch. I and mean, if you look at blair Witch's commercial i mean it's it'll blow your mind i mean it was done by a full-blown film studio you know i mean it it's like no other escape commercial
0: girl from halloween yes
3: yeah, yeah, she's the star she she's the star of the commercial and she directed it for me danielle harris right. yeah she's uh yeah she, <laughs> so again these are the little things that you have to do to set yourself aside because yeah. You know, do you want to go to the escape room called the dungeon in that strip mall that you talked right. about, and, or do you want to spend $10 more and go to a, a brand that you trust? Like saw, you know, the, the multi-billion dollar franchise, yeah. you know, that's, that's blown people's minds for, you know what I mean? Nearly 20 right. years.
1: What percent, what percent, if you, if you had to guess, I don't I don't I know, you don't bring a PL with you and I don't want to get into it, but we try, we try to teach as much business as we can here when we do this. So what percentage of, of, of your sales would you say you dedicate back to marketing to drive future sales?
3: So let me do some math in my head real quick here. I would say our marketing budget right now is right around 10%, 10% of yeah. our monthly gross is what, right, where it at. You know yeah, I, mean? I, th-
1: I think that's, I think that's a, a minimum number yeah. to continue to drive sales yeah. in, in a and
3: tourist. I, I wouldn't suggest that to everybody. We own an ad agency as well too. So we see a lot better rates than a lot of people. So we're buying billboards, what's called preemptible which is space available, but we never get bumped off of them. So we get really, really good deals on billboards. We, you know, do all of our own digital advertising in-house, you know, let's talk have, about,
1: let's talk about that because yeah. that's now so you're so verti- a fortune. So you're vertically integrating in places we were spending money, which is yes. near and dear to my heart. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge proponent of the vertical integration. Yeah, we do it with everything 100%. we do.
3: So we're saving a fortune. So, you know, whatever, you know, if we spend, I'm just throwing out numbers here. If we spend yeah. $10,000 on marketing, the average Joe would probably just spend 25 to achieve the same, Yeah. you know,
1: where, where else do so you vertical integrate in your business? Where else?
3: So building. You know, So we have, we've hired in-house builders, sculptors, animatronic builders, um, graphic designers. Uh, we have creating team, a creative team that's by far one of the best creative teams. So I've hired people. I hired one of Lionsgate's former creative directors, Justin Yu. So what I'm doing right now is because we're scaling so fast, I'm creating the dream team. Is truly what we're doing. So I hired one of Disney's former uh, creative directors in Imagineering in, out of Orlando.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we hired Station Casinos' former executive vice president of marketing. So I know to to expand at the rate that I want to expand, that I have to come up with you know truly like I said, I call them the dream team, and that's going to be the way that we're going to be able to expand fast. I don't want to build one attraction a year right now I want to I want to do three attractions a year mm. I know now what I didn't know 15 20 years ago in order to do that you have to bring on some pretty badass right. team members you yeah. got to pay them a few bucks yeah you know and and that's what we're doing so you know we're bringing that in-house like I said we do all of our own buying in-house um
1: right know, right now Vegas is the only market right now you're just here that's it uh, or are you anywhere
3: else no no we're, we're looking in Texas right now as well too so yeah we're looking in Austin and Dallas Texas as well but uh
2: you what know, are your current licensing giving you first shots at those markets or did they kind of necessarily give
3: you- say the current ones, but we're working on some other ones, you know, Saw's, saw saw on the people at Lionsgate. Are amazing so I god, if, there was a, if
1: there was only a horror movie that was based in Texas you could do it
3: there yeah. what would it be like, just, uh,
0: if there only
1: was
3: the, it, yeah. the Dallas <laughs>
0: daggers the, the, right. if, you yeah. know,
1: if you know a Tom
0: Hanks film like, <laughs> that and
1: he's, based in, Texas, be on he's, he's on like, like cast so, away uh, the haunted house yeah. oh <laughs> so, god oh, <laughs> could you imagine
2: uh, that and just put people in the experience and say we'll pay you a million bucks if you can make it we're just gonna lock in here long
1: enough till you start talking to a volleyball that's gonna be the end of it
2: Pretty
0: good experience worst nightmare
3: <laughs> but I mean, that Wilson. that's what's important, though. And that's what keeps our budgets down. You know, I mean, so let's say Chris goes in contacts a company like Thinkwell and says, hey, I need to be, I want to build the, the saw escape experience. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to they're going to come up with a price because they're doing he's doing nothing in house. They're going to come up price eh, and that'll be 10 to 12 million dollars. Or if you go to me, you know I'm going to bring it in at less than three million dollars because you know we're doing our own sculpting, we're doing our own dressing of the billy puppet, we're doing our own animations, we're doing our own graphics, we're doing our own set. You know, we're doing all that ourselves and not getting it marked up ten times. So, you know, we've definitely been able to take advantage of that. You know, bringing so much stuff in house. Now, I definitely know when we can't do something in house. You know, I mean we have some we have some third party animation builders that are absolutely amazing, some of the best in the world, and we know you know they might charge us. X amount of thousands of dollars for an animation we might not be able to beat that price because they do it every single yeah, day at scale so yeah yeah we we get that and we're, we're smart enough to make that decision you know on our own or i've made plenty of those mistakes where i think we can do it cheaper and you
1: know, <laughs> it <doesn't. laughs> what makes what makes a good a good market for you as you look at these other markets and you want to grow what makes a good market
3: uh tourism for one thing you know we, we were looking at the tourist markets you know the convention market you know and uh, you know, location is not as important. You know, location within that market is not as important as it used to be. Because I, I say, say, a few things changed us, and that would be digital marketing. So now, you know, I can get in. You know, the same cell phone as Cirque du can get to. You sure. know, because we have a badass digital team. And then also now, you know, if this was ten years ago and you told me to create saw, I wouldn't have done it because at the current location, because it's a couple minutes off the strip. You know, it's a, you know, it's not in a hotel, but now with Uber and Lyft, they've changed the market forever. Yeah. I mean, forever with the touch of a button, you can get a car in five minutes or less to pick you up and take you at a a fair price where you want to go and pick them up. It's the greatest thing ever. Now you can get uh, you know, uh, as you would call in, in New York, a black car, you know, to come get yeah. you know, stuff like that. You know, you can get a, you know, get a beautiful limit. You can do everything. I mean, I think they have like Uber flight in New York, you know, as well.
0: Helicopter, helicopter,
1: In some of these markets you're looking at does like actors unions and those sorts of things play effect in, in, in those thoughts. Probably like, would you go to LA? Would you do it in LA? I,
3: I would definitely do it in LA, but, um, uh, you know, what would scare me the most is, you know, I think in Nevada, we only got shut down you know, for a, t- a two month period when, the, when there's this whole pandemic. So right. uh, again, not getting political, not taking sides. I'm looking at markets that I know because I'm still a small company. Yeah, I couldn't get shut down for a year. That's not, right. that, that, that doesn't would just, fall in the cards. That would just, would that would just, just crush, crush you. Yeah, just destroyed me. Yeah, And, you know, I do appreciate, you know, that Sisolak only shut us down for a certain amount of time, you know, and I, I couldn't do it. so while well, I will definitely do something in california you know when everything's cleared up and stuff but it's an expensive market you know you can come i can come out of town and buy a billboard in this market for two thousand dollars for a period and that same billboard in, in la is going to be astronomical. 20, you know what i mean so everything is more expensive there so that's that also scares me as well so what about
1: what about like orlando too many kids or is that
3: orlando's a great market love love orlando and you but you do you are competing with disney and universal studios and stuff like that so Definitely, you know, we were definitely looking in Orlando as well. I love Orlando; I love visiting there. And uh, they didn't shut down, so no. you know, right. maybe they should have at times. I don't know, but uh, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But uh, well,
1: the, the guy, the guy that green, the guy that green lights projects into Universal City Walk there. Mm-hmm. is one of my best friends. Oh,
3: there you go. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, so we'll, I'll be your window washer we'll into that, my friend. talk later. Right. You know, there we go. Yeah, there th- we go. D- definitely. But no, Orlando's a great market, you know, and, uh, you know, to get the right thing in Orlando. And the good thing is, like we mentioned, I think Colt mentioned it, you know, the price, you know, of the Bruno Mars and stuff like that. Right. All that's done. I love when that happens. Right. Thank you, Adele, for charging $1,000 for your ticket because you know what that makes people feel? That my ticket was very, very yeah. you know, affordable. Yeah. And affordable. And, you know, seeing my $50, $ tickets. It, they're like, oh, that's uh, that wasn't even the fee for Adele. That wasn't even the fee for right. Bruno Mars. So those Service are, and, and they're great performers. And they, if they can command that, great. Keep commanding it. Keep going higher because I'm just going to see more people. I'm going to keep selling out.
1: I, Colt, he just came back to something you said earlier as a yeah. good point. Yeah, you it should, it you got to be feeling good about yourself. <laughs> right? I, I mean, I, you got to be feeling... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a walk-off like walk uh, home run for you. It wasn't Star is. Wars or Tom Hanks <laughs> <story>. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah that is yeah, yeah, a walk-off for you, my friend. That's
3: amazing. I'll throw an egg every once in a while. It's so true, though. I mean, it really is the ticketing fee that is charging for some of his shows is more than my entire ticket. It just makes little old Jason Egan make that much more money And that's it. You know, they come to me and they think, you know, because think about a bachelor party. You know what I mean? People, middle-class America going to come to Vegas to throw a bachelor party. They have no idea what that's about to cost them at a nightclub right. oh, God. or a strip club. Yeah. Oh, man. And oh, don't man. get me wrong. One of my best friends owns a strip club. You saw me in his seats the other day. Yes, at the I did. Night yes, Sale. I did. Yeah. The strip clubs obviously do very well because he's right next to your seats. You know, yeah. I, I don't hit those fun? seats. I you know. No, well, what,
1: what, what's, what's funny? What's funny is we were always kind of wondering because the crowd changes quite a bit through there. <laughs> and I was always like, ways. and I was kind of always like, there's something got to be. This has got to be something. Somebody's gotta own Something's got to. It's got to be. It's got to be a strip club. It's got to be at yep. some point it and is. then the little accountant lady was nice enough to be like, yeah, well, here's the Palomino. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, and, and,
3: and not only is the Palomino, that's one of the most iconic licenses in, yeah. in, in Nevada. It is. In, in, in,
1: the, in the country. Because oh, you can't get yeah. it. That's no,
3: it. you're not getting that license. So, uh, yeah, Adam's one of my dearest
1: friends. Yeah. But uh, Colt it, frequents it, the place next door. That's his I, spot.
2: Chicas Bonitas.
1: That's
2: Chicas Bonitas. I, <laughs> I recognize. am <Chica's> <laughs> like, that other white guy. I The other white guy. Chicas The other white guy. I'm telling you. I the Yes. I no, I and I think you know with your market you do have to be in a tourist market right because you're you're putting so much money into your events and stuff that and they're year-round you couldn't do that in this stationary market, do you think? Or like in well, you know, a Boise, Idaho, or do you think, you know, or is it too costly that you'd have to redo it every, like, two right. years to so get people back in there?
3: There's a hybrid model. You bring okay. up a great point, yeah. another great point besides the Tom Hanks. Um, you know, that <laughs> you two it. for yeah. two. You're yeah. yeah. going out for drinks <laughs> yeah. after a
2: Palomino and Chica's one of I we got a hook up. we
0: got a hook up. John knows the guy.
3: So – you bring up a good point there too. So then what you create is a touring model. Mm-hmm. So we are of course working on touring okay. models. So let's say we go into <sighs> Minneapolis and we want to sit down for 120 days and basically suck that market dry okay. for everything we okay, possibly cool. can. And then we don't tour Smart. back. You know, we don't go back Super there for a couple cool. of years until we change a show or put a different show in place. So we don't want to leave out those yeah. markets, but uh, you know, they're going to cap at a certain percentage and yeah, uh, you know, so that's what we would do. You know, so we just bring like it back, the, back in.
0: The Freakling Brothers, like dirty trailers. Yeah. An absolute, <laughs> no, no, absolute no. Absolute no, Death traps. No. No. <laughs> no. But <laughs> so, so, maybe so it's, it's a...
3: got to be something that like goes into Mall of America, you know, or yeah, something right. that has some space. That's, that's desperate to get entertainment yeah, in that's there it. because they're all dying of very quick death. The, all these malls. <laughs> Have you been to a mall lately? Not Dude, there, it's, tra- it's
1: it's it's brutal. Plenty of space.
3: Very soon. I just I'm telling I'm telling I'm telling you I'm telling you here's here's
1: here's my here's my other my million dollar idea for the day. You ready? A 3D printing equipment that can turn an empty Kmart into mini storage. You figure that out? Oh wow! You're booming.
2: That's what they do. That's and it. Utah, take that. Somebody take that, it. I'm not going to take that, it. I'm not. going to All the do. Kmart's in Utah are indoor storage yeah, by you. Home. You do that.
1: You know, I want to back up a little bit because every time we have a successful entrepreneur on on the show here, we always I always like to go back because it seems like everybody has kind of the same thing. So, at what age was your first money making? gig? What were you hustling as a kid that made money?
3: The The boring gig was probably when I was like 14 years old and we were doing, um, uh, mowing lawns, uh, shoveling snow and stuff like that. But, but you that, were hustling, but no, and we got commercial accounts back then too. So I wasn't <laughs> messing around back then. And so, yeah, we were, we were doing that. You know, I, I learned early on when I started making that money and, and, you know, then you can buy what you want to buy and, <laughs> and not have to think of the store, like, look at the menu. What can I order? What can I not order? You know, what can I afford? I don't want that feeling. I didn't like that feeling. You know what it's I mean? a yeah. Yeah, I don't need to be driving a Bentley like Chris here, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I still, I, I enjoy, you know, if I like this new pinball machine that comes out, and I'll, I can just say, hey, text my supplier, hey, I want that new Elvira machine. Can you send it to me? And not even blink an eye. Yeah. These things are nice, and I, I got that feeling early on, and I knew that I didn't want to have to, you know, and I had throughout the my career, you know, it broke a couple times, you know, and I don't yeah. like that feeling any either. So yeah. nobody I, does. I, yeah. I knew right then that I, I wanted to work hard and, uh, you know, make my own money. And I was going to, you know, I was going to be the person who decides how much money I make. Yeah, and uh, you I, know, we've done, like I said, we've done very, very, well. very, very well. And we continue, like I said, once we, if we sit down and have another conversation in a few months, you're going to, your mind's going to be blown. And what we are creating right now, I mean, it's it's so cool. And that's that's what I like. And I, I like increasing the size of my team, you know, taking care of my team. We've got such a cool team. And for them to be able to do, some of the, the people that were with me for Fright Dome to do this year-round now is, is exciting, you know, because people... It's, it's, I don't want to call it a cult, but it kind of is a cult, the horror community. Yeah, like, no, love is, when yeah. you love horror. Yeah. I mean, my whole office is is literally like horror it's collectibles like and stuff Wars like that. Mm. <laughs> Yo, one, yeah, one of my, what <laughs> would you guys, know about Star Wars
1: was, people? They're reportedly
0: Jason.
2: Well,
3: and,
1: don't and, talk to the guests yeah, like yeah, that, Colt. What's wrong with
2: you? One of my guys has a Ghostbusters
3: room in his house. I mean, so. People really get into this stuff and, you know, look at, you know, pe- yes, we are working on some friendly projects as well now, but look what's breaking the records, you know, on television. Chucky, I think, broke all sci-fi records on TV. Uh, Stranger Things on Netflix, blowing yeah. the doors off Jeez. everything. You know, all these horror shows are just blowing up right now. And, and you know, I mean, some of them, you know, so some of these franchises, Saw is a billion dollar franchise now yeah. at the box yeah. office. so. Yeah, that's that's unheard of. So, you know, people love horror. They love the the that safe scare, you know, and going well, yeah. in there well, and something good time.
0: oddly human about the yeah. just You're being scared, on the precipice right? and seeing it. It's been through all cultures, all all communities, through different ages, right? People love the public execution. Yeah. Like it's just there's something about fear that you know, feeds human. You know what we didn't talk
1: about? How do we not talk about this? How do we how are we saving this for literally fifty seven minutes into the into the production? I'm a, I'm a Connell. Like, I, we gotta tell a story. So I'm a Connell's house Saturday night. We go to tool. And after I had left my car to house, we get the Uber back to his house. And, uh, we had a couple pops in as whatever. And Connell looks at me and goes, we need to have an experience. <laughs> I was like, what's that? He goes, I have in my office, a spider, a <laughs> oh, dried God. tarantula in a can, edible, for human
2: consumption is that what that if you want to have an inter- he so goes he goes if you man. want
1: to have an interesting experience how let's weird have you one. Get. Uh, and what was how would <laughs> you want to get and what was my response Connell
0: <sighs> Get the spider. Did you guys <laughs> eat it? Yes, yes. yes.
2: Uh, you so ate it? We ate, ate the tarantula. tarantula yes, yeah. we did. But you won't see. eat that mojada loca? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, that's a good point. I would rather eat a tarantula uh, than that dude. weird wet meat. I'm throwing yes, it out. You that want is some good Mexican food. That is absolutely true. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. true. But Jason, I, I got one more question. You you're braver
3: than me in I I the spider. I know.
1: I got one more question for you, which is
3: this. So,
1: and your answer may be a little different than most because also you're very high functioning but with with what you do your hours are probably a little different. Absolutely. So what's your morning like? What how, how do you stay motivated? How do you how do you how do you continue to press?
3: Well, there's no off button. So it's 7 days a week. And I was hoping for Christmas off, but I even got bugged on Christmas, but that's that's part of being a business owner, you know, and you know and that's the part of the give and take, you know. I mean, my hours aren't 40 hours a week, but uh I'm not a morning person. I hate mornings. You know, I absolutely hate it. You know, that's why I'm, that's hence mm-hmm. the business that yeah. we're in, you know, we're in the nighttime right. scaring business and stuff <laughs> like that. But, uh, yeah, I'll sleep until nine, nine 30, something like that. I'm not the seven o'clock guy, but, uh, you know, I, I, usually, like I said, we, I check my emails and, uh, you know, go through everything that we need to go through. And, and, and now a lot of it's delegating a ton of stuff to our team. You know, I used to do a ton of the stuff myself and now I am focused primarily on new business development. So that's, that's primarily what I'm doing every day. You know, whether that's talking to the studios, whether that's talking to some of our producing partners, you know, out of New York and stuff, you know, it's all about new business development for me. Zoom and I'm though. I'm really, yeah, it's all, and it's changed a lot too with the zoom calls and stuff, but uh, you know, it's really allowed me to get things done quicker. You know, I, I love, one thing the pandemic did do that I did enjoy is, you know, a meeting, you know, from a meeting, typically if I have to go to a meeting and go meet with someone, you're burning an hour in the car, I'm burning an hour in the car. I'm burning the time getting ready for it and everything else in a zoom call, I can get the same damn thing done for the most part, you know, with a studio and, uh, in a fraction of the time. So I'm able to be much more effective in, in, you know, getting deals. And if, you know, we have an amazing operations team in place now that operates attractions, I barely have to touch that stuff unless we're, hot heavy in the pandemic and everybody's got coronavirus and i can't you know i gotta go dress up as a pig but uh <laughs> it's only happened once so far but and yeah and get punched <laughs> by the big old guest but um yeah so i'm focusing 100 percent on business yeah. development all day yeah. every day i I love that and then you know yeah, once- colt colt
1: punched a pig in the side too but it was a problem <laughs> pal- <laughs>
2: That's a different story. Uh, uh, Utah's a weird place. Yes. Oh, God. Swear to God, you want to hear a thing? So I have all the, like, original, like, creators of Facebook in, right? Down, and they're driving their car. They do their rally, right? Their thing. I go... Got a fun experience for you. <laughs> like where we're we going, I'm like, are we going to eat a worry. spider? No, no. worse. <laughs> I, I go, <laughs> we're going somewhere where you guys can't drive your car. Like you're <laughs> not taking your Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and McLarens to that part of town. So we go. This girl looked like Yogi Bear. <laughs> I, I swear to God I've never seen Yogi Berra or Bear No Bear Not bear. Vera, like, <laughs> The saying. most amazing That place is amazing We will go there one night Me mm-hmm. and Jason are talking about Chica's born Yes this? It was amazing I've it. never seen Such a crazy body type And it was amazing <laughs> That's how we the the views of cold amity I'm do not. I'm yes, sorry, do not reflect.
0: Yes, yeah. I've do only not been in there
3: a couple of times. I have. Uh, you know, I usually tell Adam, like I said, my good friend that owns yeah. those places. And I'm like, I want to go see chicas Bonitas. I want to see what, what's right, going right, on over right. there. It's like, crazy. why? It's really nice over here. Yeah, why like, you? I just want to see. You know, I, I got know, it. Train it's an seen Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an experience it. you got to go to. That's just see. <laughs> that, that business is amazing. That's a whole other business. I can't believe how much, you know. Everyone But uh, really, a Sexual oriented business, SOB business. I mean, it's just unbelievable, you know. How
1: much money they make. Yeah. Well, Jason, man, thank you so much oh. for coming and joining us, man. Well, thank it was, you. It was, it was, it was, was a fun. fascinating conversation. Um, you, you know, dude, it's... uh you want to level up with whatever you're doing to the stratosphere. I mean, licensing a billion dollar entity is the way to do it. (laughs) Absolutely. And, uh, and look, man, and, and this is a a cat from Lincoln, Nebraska that, uh, you know, grew up hustling, you know, mowing lawns and, throwing on kids' birthday parties and has now gone how to this. familiar is that theme? Yeah, it's, it's always. It's, everybody that comes in is, it was hustling as a kid, always. I mean, you, got to, it's, you
3: have to. You have to. <laughs> and, you know, some things just take time. You have to be patient. You have to be patient. Keep breaking down the door. Keep knocking on that door. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I always like listening to Tony Robbins as well, too. I mean, a lot of stuff makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the most important things is that 90-second that rule of his, you know, 90 seconds of frustration or whatever it is, you know, don't get upset at anything more than ninety seconds. Just just move on and continue and stay positive with it. You know, don't get upset if someone tells you no the first time. I mean, I can't tell you how many times the studios told me no, like three, four times, five times. And literally, I've got the emails, no, 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 and I keep going at them, going at them, going. on, like, hey, has anything changed? You know, we well, have this now. now. And then, oh yeah, let's let's do it. Eventually, or, or, eventually or when they the see the press release and they see we've dominated the press. You know, with with Blair Witch and stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, yeah." Let's yeah, maybe we can where, chat where, now. Where are we at with that deal? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "You declined it, remember?" <laughs> that's where we are. Yeah, that's where we were. But let's do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm still ready. pounding yeah. sand like yeah. you asked me yeah, to yeah, last yeah. time we yeah. talked. Yeah, but I'm still ready to do the deal. I still want to do it, and that happens a lot. You just got to be stay persistent, positive, motivated, and uh, you know, surround yourself with good people.
1: Right there, that's a power move. Is, All right, guys. Thanks, well, if you, well, as we always do, as we always say, man, if you uh, if you like us, make sure you like, subscribe, tell a friend, and if you hated us, tell too, because it doesn't matter if they're talking good or bad about you. What is it, Connell?
0: As long as they're talking about. As
1: us. long as they're talking. Exactly. See you next time, guys. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com. Well, we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at the John Gafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.